This is Seven Sport. Hello and welcome along to the latest episode of TN Talk, the brand new, well, I say brand new, the brand new series of the Gloucester City AFC dedicated podcast. My name is Ryan Butler and this week we are joined by Jack Phillips, who is part of the new Tigers radio rebrand and also a familiar face and voice to Gloucester City fans everywhere, Spencer Hamilton. Good evening, gents. How are we? Good, Ryan. Good, mate. How are you? All good. Jack, yourself, how are you? Yes, hello. All good, thank you. Now, first things first, there was a game yesterday at the time of recording, a 1-1 draw with Redditch. Jack, you were just saying to me before we went uh, and started recording that you had to do a solo commentary. How did you get on? Yeah, it didn't It didn't go too badly. I think it was different not having like your mate there just to like fill in the gaps. But um, yeah, managed to get over it in the end. Managed to hopefully get a few good like voice clips out of it to go over the goals and that. What was the game like? Um, well, not not to be too harsh, but I wasn't. It was probably as Tim said himself. It was probably a little bit of a more disappointing result coming off the back of a good result against Oxford, and it was a good mm-hmm. performance as well. A different challenge that um Oxford posed, but um, I think they came back into it as the game went on. And Spence, uh, in Tim's interview, he mentioned that you were you were feeling your knee a little bit. How is that first and foremost? Yeah, it's not too bad. It was just precautionary, really, in terms of the game yesterday. Manage it for obviously we got Bath on Tuesday. Um, and obviously gave Tim the opportunity to see a few of the trials obviously we've got on in the minute. Um, so obviously prepping towards obviously games into the season to obviously give those boys a chance. Um, but it's not too bad, yeah. So I'll be involved on Tuesday against Bath. So it's just a little bit of on the caution side, but yeah, all good. Good to hear. And, and obviously sitting uh, on the sidelines for, for the majority of the game, um, what did it look like for from your perspective? Uh, it was tough. We, we were slow to get started, um, especially the first... 10, 15 minutes. I think there was a spell where we did keep the ball quite well. Um, I suppose the only flip side to that is in terms of the areas we were keeping the ball is not exactly how Tim wants us to be playing at the moment. Um, and it was disappointing, obviously, then conceding the first half, which was a poor goal um, from us to concede, especially the standards like um, Jack to how good we were on um, against Oxford on the Tuesday. Um, so it was a sloppy start. And it was funny because the gaffer kind of, um, had a seat up in the stands for the first half and then obviously the second half he come on the touchline mm-hmm. to just fire a few rockets of a couple of people's backsides just because um, we we were sloppy really. Um, and to be fair to Redditch, they, they were quite well organised. Um, but as Jack alluded to, we where the standards we've already previously set in the Oxford game um, was well below par really. But the fact that, that you mentioned obviously it was a disappointing performance in particular that first half. If you then step back and take a look at it and say, you know, City haven't actually lost the game, is that a positive to take from that? Oh, definitely. It showed the resilience. And I think the key thing was obviously the gaffer kind of vented his frustrations at, at half time and what he wanted. And obviously you saw that reaction then in the second half. And um, and people always got to remember with pre-season, it's like with every single team, you know, there are a lot of try to see in. The team's not quite settled within the first two to three weeks as expected. So, I think that'll be obviously a big change come the Bath game on Tuesday. Be a lot more settled eleven um, against obviously equivalent opposition with Bath obviously being in the south. So, you know, don't try and judge um, pre-season games at times and minutes too much. And just want to speak for the fans. I remember the one year where um, I was previously at Gloucester where I think we, we even lost. I can't remember if it was like a Malvern or a Short or even something like that in a pre-season. And I think it alluded to that season was like one of our highest finishes, finishing like a. A length or 12, whatever it was. So I wouldn't read too much into it. And like I said, it's early doors. Um, it's just good to obviously a lot of the boys get minutes in. Um, and I think this next kind of cycle, this obviously week prepping into that first league game of the season, 
Um, kind of see how we got on against Bath and obviously Colville next Saturday. And, and you know, with with preseason as a whole, you obviously talk about you know not reading too much into it, but you look at the the results that City have had. You know, a win at Malvern, who you know on a high of getting promoted themselves, uh, a draw of Hungerford, a draw of uh, Bracknell, and obviously City all at home. Now, obviously, if you look at those three uh, draws in particular, you know, City were in winning positions and and ultimately um, have let in equalisers. You know, does it almost feel that this side are, are getting there because you know they are scoring goals? Um, albeit, you know, yesterday it sounded according to the fans that you know, there wasn't too many chances creating, but created, sorry, but, you know, goals are coming and is it all about sort of game management and, and sort of gelling together there? Exactly. And I think that the big thing is just getting across how the gaffer wants to play, um, you know, and you, and you look at obviously yesterday's results, I didn't start, I see Ty Divas had to play in the warm-up, Danny Wright um, was on the bench, but not to be used because again, he was rested, Hanksy not involved. Um so a lot of our boys have obviously been playing the starting and probably where a lot of our goals have come from weren't involved yesterday. Uh, and as the gaffers alluded to, you know, we know we're probably short one or two um, defensively at the minute, probably in like he keeps saying, he, he wants to bring some more bodies in. Um, like of every probably club at our level at the minute, you, you still see faces coming up first week to two week window. So, you know, we're not worried, we're, you know, and we're happy with kind of how things are going. And obviously it's just one, as I say to like the fans, just be a little bit patient, like it will come. Um, and like you said, it is a positive results. We are undefeated in pre-season. Um, not many teams actually go on and do that. I've seen a lot of other clubs at our level who've lost the lower league opposition, which can happen. Um, so that, that's another positive that we are undefeated and we're kind of building that mentality within the group as well. You mentioned, obviously, uh, Tim, talking about getting bodies in. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen or or Heard Tim Flowers' interview after the game on Saturday. Here's a short clip for you now. All in all, what do I take away from it? We've, we've got two weeks today. We kick off. Got work to do. Um, we need some more bodies in, clearly. And that's the how many new bodies are you thinking you're going to be bringing in? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, listen, we haven't got a lot of money, so uh, you know, I'm not going. It's not like I can go out like we have done in the past and just go bang, bang, bang and bring lads in on big money. I just can't do that. And, um, you know, we've got conversations going with with one or two that we're hopeful, but you can never say until you know that the signature's on the dotted line because we've already had that this season where I've agreed with a player and, and they've gone away and then sent me a text saying, "Oh, sorry, so and so's offered me more." You know, because they so until the lads have signed. But um, I've got one or two that I'm I'm looking at. You know, I've got to reevaluate at centre half now, obviously with Tyrone and Johan with a concussion. Spencer's a little bit feeling the back of his knee, so it leaves us with uh, well, precious little. Um, so we'll see what the physio says in the morning. But um, you know, in, at the end of the day, now we've got we've got a fortnight to really batten down what we're thinking of doing at Blythe and going forward. Um, and, and hopefully, as I say, bring bring a couple in. And there we go. So that's Tim uh, giving us an insight in regards to, to what he'll be looking to work on in the next few weeks before that trip to Blythe Spartans. We spoke to Danny Wright about it. Uh, Spence, you got a, a couple of long away trips in the first month of the season, Blythe Spartans and South Shields. Are you looking forward to it? If you, do you have to do a new initiation coming back to the club? What song are you singing? Tell us more. Yeah, it's quite a funny one, really, because I keep joking to the lads. I think on the way up to Blythe, is going to be a little bit more of a concert as opposed to you get the odd one or two singing because um, we've got obviously... You know, a, a load of new faces, obviously, how the, the club looks this year. Um, I don't actually know what I'm personally singing yet. Um, I know there's a, I'm not too worried. I don't really mind getting up and having a sing song. I know there's a couple of lads um, 
a little bit nervous, shall we say. Um, even a couple of experienced lads is probably not their forte to get up and sing in front of a group. Um, so, no, it's all part, part of it. Like, um, as they say, we do love playing away. You know, I don't mind the long away trips. Um, plenty of cards on the way up and kind of camaraderie with the rest of the boys. So, I, I don't mind that. And it's going to be a nice change for me personally. Obviously, being in the South for the last few years, um, going to London and back. Um, I don't mind travelling up north and obviously having a good crap with the boys. So that that's not a problem, but it should be quite a good bit of fun with the lads. I think we're going to be staying overnight um, for the Blythe game anyway on the Friday. Um, so it should be quite a good social side with all the boys. And Jack, of course, you know, this is your first season at Tigers Radio and, and being involved with the club. Um, you know, what have you made of the club so far and, and how have you settled in, you and uh, Finn, when you have been doing a commentary? Uh, yeah, so um, I've settled in really well. It's a- Everyone's been really nice to me so far. I mean, I walked into Redditch, um, Redditch Clubhouse yesterday and had like a group of 10 people who have, um, were like, oh, hi, Jack, how are you doing? And I didn't really, it was almost a bit like taken back. So it's like, whoa, these people know who I am sort of thing. But like, yeah, everyone's been really nice. Sent into the commentary, but I've had a few people point out, still getting used to the names and stuff. But I feel like getting more comfortable, especially with like obviously being up like in the box is a bit of like a different feeling but um yeah I'm enjoying it so far for sure good and if, that, if I can give you one bit of advice in regards to the names uh getting the names wrong don't worry about that um pre-season is the toughest time to commentate a game um you know if in doubt just say trialist or whatever basically when you get going into the proper season you'll have proper team sheets it'll be it'll be fine everything will be good um, but you know, we, we look at the 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 start of the season that, that Gloucester have got here. You know, we mentioned Blythe Spartans away, then it's home games against Bishop Stortford and Banbury, uh Kings Lynn away, South Shields away, Russell at home. That's the first month of the season for Gloucester City. Now, Spence, I know you. We've 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 known each other for for a number of years. I know that you're a winner, you want to win every game you play. What would be a good return points wise there out of 18 realistically for, for Gloucester City there? Like you said, we, we want to be going into every game and we want to win. Um, mm-hmm. And like we know we've had good team meetings already with the gaffer. And I, you know, we mentioned about being competitive, but we're not fearing anyone in the league. Um, obviously, I know there's a quite a few clubs with our um, larger budget in there and try and chuck money at it. But, you know, with the lads we've got in the team, we, we still back ourselves. It's like you said, out of that 18, um, we'll still be back into at least push around that 13-point mark um, minimum to kind of then push on because... We know if we can kind of start one and build that little bit of momentum going into then the September, October period, you know, you're kind of looking at it and thinking you can see where or thereabouts we are. Um, so, you know, yeah, minimum around 13 points and that is the minimum to try and push to make sure we're kind of in that like top 10 minimum to be pushed on, obviously coming into that September month. And how important is that good start for a particular side like Gloucester City who, you know, you know, it's been well documented that financially it's, it's all changed at the club now. You know, what would a good start mean to, to a club like that? Oh, it'd be massive. I think it's a big one to kind of help the fans get the buzz and obviously generate behind the boys. Um, and for us personally, like we back ourselves, but you know, you get a good start. And, you know, I remember two, three years ago when I was at Chippenham and it's kind of similar this year, we kind of had a steady start and then it kind of went over then October period, you pick up a few points. Then from that, you know, next thing you know, you're around the playoffs and you're pushing and, and that's what we did a few years ago. And that's kind of similar to obviously even Gloucester last season where, even going into the final game, you know, it was one win. They were lucky, obviously, dependent on draws. We, we just want to make sure we're there in the shuffle in the mix. Um, and we know we, it's important to obviously start well. Um, like you said, there's a couple of tough games in that kind of first running. Um, but as long as we're not dropping too many points and you're kind of looking at September, October time, 
Um, you know, we firmly believe we'll be there or thereabouts. You mentioned, obviously, you know, there being some tough games in that run. Is that also an opportunity for the guys? The fact, for example, you go to Kings Lynn away. Kings Lynn, you know, were in the playoffs last year. They'd be fancy to to be in the mix again. You know, if, for example, you went there and, and won, would that potentially be a statement win? And, and, you know, that kind of result could end up, you know, kickstarting a season. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, kind of all the the publicity at the minute kind of like said about the budget and things changing but you know we believe ourselves kind of like say the big hitters in the league who've done well previous years going away and getting results there which we firmly believe we can do will set a statement to the rest of the league and you know we don't mind I'd much rather kind of go into some games as the underdog because the expectation might be lower from them but you know like I said we back ourselves confidently to get a result away at those sides Um, like you said we're happy to go under the radar if that that be the case because we know when it comes to kind of the business end of the season, like we said, we do want to be there or thereabouts. And Jack, were there any fixtures for you that, that stood out or any that you're looking forward to, to being a part of? Um, to be honest, I'm looking forward to the longer ways. I think they'll be a very like, different experience for, for me, particularly like we've been told that we were allowed to go up on the team bus as well. That's like a experience that like, would be an experience for me sort of thing. But in terms of like, fixtures for the team I've, there's none that really stand out to me to be fair but I'm just looking forward to like getting the season underway and like hopefully having a good season with with City and obviously for, for those who don't know too much about uh, the rebranding of Tigers Radio Tigers Radio was around when I was at university myself Matt Kelsey um, you know we we you know were Tigers Radio at the, at the time and sort of you know, so I understand the, the position that, you, that you're in and the you know the excitement. It is, it is an exciting time for you. Um, you know, how much of the season are you and Finn looking to cover? Is it going to be you know every game, or or are you just looking to do as much as possible? So the the intention is to do every home game as a minimum. We've um we want that as like a base, and then we've said to each other we're going to try and do as as many away games as possible. We're planning on being there for South Shields away. I'm away for Blythe but um, Finn will be there uh, at least he's around for Blythe um, we're both going to be there for South Shields and yeah we want to try and do as many ways as possible like obviously me go, going on my on my own to Redditch yesterday straight off of work work at Tesco as well driven straight up but, um, yeah we, we're putting as much commitment as possible to uh, bring as many commentaries as we can Perfect and, and obviously Spence you know one, one of the sets of features that I guess um, the fans will look forward to is the festive fixtures against Hereford. Um, you know, those local derbies and, you know, as many local games as possible in, in a league like the National League. Um, you know, what do they mean to fans and how much of a, a money spinner can they be for clubs? Oh, definitely. And I think, as you mentioned, over that Christmas period, it's really important for the fans to support us um, to just obviously help generate revenue. And we know that home game is going to be massive. I think, on, I think we're home on the Boxing Day and away on, on New Year's Day. Um so it'd be massive. And like I said, it'd be great for obviously Gloucester football to kind of beat Hereford as well, obviously, and not played against Hereford being back at Gloucester back at home. Um, I actually went to the game last year because my game got called off and um, I was well over like 1,500 there. And, you know, it'd be great to get that as a bare minimum again for this year because um, obviously we do want to beat them back to back as well over that period. It's interesting you mentioned about the the fans and having the support of the club. It was something that, that you know we were gonna just touch upon. Um, you and I have had conversations about it as well. Um, there is negativity on social media. Social media can be a horrendous place, quite frankly. And you know you look at you know almost anything that the club does or or gets put out online, it, there is a bit of negativity because it isn't 
what it was last year you know how much does that go noticed in the changing room as as players do you see that and and you know what would your reaction be to to some of the comments you've seen uh they do see it um and some players have kind of come to me and commented on what like certain comments have been made um I've kind of said to the lads, ignore those comments if they kind of see a comment, uh, which is a negative light to even them personally or the club, um, mute that person, don't need to see it. Um, Because people just got to remember, at the end of the day, if any form of negativity isn't going to help us as the players, as the team progress on what we want to do. And like you said, it is a complete restructure. It is a, you know, we are a different beast, I suppose, as such what they had last year. Kind of like we mentioned, the money what was put in last year is different this year. and biggest thing is just kind of have that patient support. The more support the boys have and we have, the only obviously benefit it's going to um, have to us to play and actually get on the pitch. Because any form of, especially this early on, before we've even kicked a ball in, in the league, you know, is we don't we don't need it. And it's kind of get get to the Christmas period. If you want to voice your opinion, you want to voice me, that's fine. Um, and also anyone can type anything and hide around a, a computer or laptop, you know. It might be a completely different story if someone actually says it to someone's face and granted then it might be a different conversation to that such but just just one thing on the fact just a lot of hard work is going in at the minute and we want obviously as I mentioned earlier we, we want to be competitive and be there or thereabouts but and the only way we will get to that point is having as much positivity and support as we can and let uh, you know I'm not stupid to know it's different in terms of the squad and obviously players what we had last year um, but we have got some real quality within the team this year. And, you know, you sprinkle one and two in certain areas. Um, I personally don't think we're going to be that far off um, compared to obviously what they had last year. So, you know, if you've got an opinion, say it to your mate in person. Don't kind of put it online to then someone else saying, I, I get it, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But just just remember that, that we'll, we've got a lot of young players in the team as well who are just kind of finding their feet. You know, don't try and shoot negativity to them because it's, it's not going to help them in the slightest. And and obviously the positivity factor will, you know, come into it if, for example, that start is a good one. So, you know, it's one of those things where if everyone's, you know, putting in different corners and they're not on the same page, it just makes it a bit tougher for the club. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and that's what I mean, you, you know, any form of comments where it is, Nate, it, it is difficult to kind of get yourself out of that hole. And, and that's why, and I, and I understand it's, it's hard to be positive and optimistic when there has been so much change, especially the success last year. You know, I totally understand that. Um, but as I said, a, a ball hasn't even been kicked in the league yet. Um, have your comments and things like that further down the line around the October, November, Christmas period when your opinion granted. If obviously, if we have got to a poor start, um, but right now more than ever, just get behind us as a club and, and push us through um, and all come together. Because obviously we all want the same thing. We all want to be successful. We all want to be competitive and be pushing and challenging. Um, and the only way we're going to get that is obviously having everyone's full support. And coming to yourself a bit more more personally, do you have any personal achievements you want to, you know, well, achieve this season? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, a, a big one for me was always um, a good round in, in the FA Cup. Um, personally, I, I had a very good round last year, making the second round of the FA Cup. And that was kind of like my big tit list to um, tick off. And I think now coming into this season, it'd be great for, being a Gloucester City player, getting that minimum first round of the FA Cup will be a, a first thing. Um, and I've, I've already had a taste of obviously, you know, top half finishing going on over 15 to 20 game unbeaten runs. I, I want to kind of get to even that point with Gloucester this year. Um, I've had a taste of playoffs and obviously we just missed out, missed out two seasons going to semi-final of the playoffs. Um, I want to do that again with Gloucester, um, get to that point because... 
as I mentioned, it, there was probably no better feeling kind of going under the radar, going into a last game of the season, pipping one of the big hitters in the league at the time, which was having, um, you had over double our wage bill when I was there at Chippenham and we beat them and we got in. I would love a kind of similar scenario with Gloucester where under the radar, we're still competitive. We we face one of those big hitters, what we, you know, we've spoken about in the league. We beat them and pit them and have a good playoff run and, and who knows. So, you know, me personally, like I said, I'm at the club minimum two years. Um, with what I signed. So, you know, if I can have a good FA Cup run and obviously push in terms of that playoff spot, um, that'd be fantastic. You've worn the armband in pre-season. Has Tim made a decision on captain yet? Uh, it's a funny one because he, he he hasn't actually pulled me in a room and said, you're captain. Um, but obviously every single game when I've played, I've been captain and, you know, he, he rings me a lot. He pulls me in his office a lot to obviously speak to regarding those scenarios. So he, he hasn't officially said to me, you are captain. But in terms of, what's happened probably the last two three weeks it kind of looks that way and a lot of the boys have been calling me skip anyway so it'd be quite funny if he does change it after the first game with it obviously seeming like then you are going to be the, the captain of the side you know being a Gloucester boy how proud does that make you oh yeah massive you know I I wore the armband briefly in spars when I was previously there um but now kind of being three four years older coming back to the club it, it's a huge achievement um and it's something you know was a little person you know personal goal of mine to be captain again for the side and um, I you know I didn't actually expect it straight away straight off the bat but I, I have and obviously conversations briefly with Tim and Patrick about it it is brilliant um proud moment and you know I, I want to wear it with pride and obviously you know that's why I, I do want the club to be so successful especially leading the boys out even the first pre-season game wearing the armband um seeing my friends and family there it, it, it was brilliant so you know a little bit right on my shoulders for that and which I don't mind you know only, still only 27 coming 28, but I am probably one of the more experienced other than righty um, in terms of age because we have got a young squad. But, you know, I'm proud and I'm, I'm delighted to kind of hold that. And Jack, coming to, to your perspective as a, a commentator and reporter for the club, um, you know, what, what sort of goals or ambitions are you looking to achieve this year? Um, yeah, so as the base, obviously, I want to uh, provide the best coverage I can. I hope to, as a goal, hopefully build a good relationship with fans and I, I, I want to make people laugh as well I know that sounds a bit no I weird, get it that, I get that's it like, that's, that's kind of who I am like I want to I want people to be entertained by my coverage not just informed and that's something that in pre-season I've been looking at just trying to give the best coverage that I can and that maybe going on into the season I want to build more of like a relationship with the fans and hopefully like I'll be able to provide some entertaining coverage as well as informative and what's the the plan for the next commentary? When's that going to be? Um, so Finn, I'm away on Tuesday, but Finn, I know he's around for Bath City. Whether we'll be, whether we'll be there, I'm not sure. But um, the commentary will continue throughout pre-season and into the season. Perfect. So check out GloucesterCityAFC.com. Check out the social media for all of the latest updates in regards to potential transfers coming in, the pre-season friendlies coming up the big start to the season, which comes in the next couple of weeks. And obviously, of course, the Tigers radio commentaries. A uh, quick note before we go that the women's side, they got themselves underway in their preseason this afternoon. The first team, unfortunately, went down 3-0 to Caldecott, I believe. And uh, Glossy Women Development played uh, an astonishing 5-5 draw at Bishop's Cleave. So the women have got a double header next week at Meadow Park. The dev side play Toughly Rovers before the first team play Sirencester Town. So get yourselves down 
to the Tiger Turf Stadium. Try a Gloucester Monster Burger while you're there if you can't get to the Colville game as well. Uh, what was that? The 20 odd minutes before the burger was mentioned. That fantastic looking burger that Gloucester City are doing this year that I'm sure everybody's loving to hear about at the moment. It's all over Twitter, thankfully. Um, but yeah, most importantly, the next episode of TN Talk will be in two weeks' time, which means by then, Gloucester City would have started their season with that trip to Blythe. Uh, how they fare, we'll find out, of course, in due course. But for now, I'd like to say thank you to Jack and to you, Spence, for for both joining us on TN Talk this evening. Cheers, man. Cheers, bud. Yeah, thanks. And that is us. See you in two weeks' time and get yourselves down to the Tiger Turf Stadium for plenty of football in the next two weeks. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk. This is Seven Sports.